Welcome, Wildcats. I'm Stacy Gish, Marketing and Communications Specialist for the UK Alumni Association, and I'm excited to welcome you to our official podcast, From the Blue. Nationally, March is designated as Women's History Month, a time set aside to honor the contributions of women throughout American history. On campus in 2023, we are celebrating the 135th anniversary of UK's first female graduate, Belle C. Gunn, as well as the numerous women who have followed in her footsteps in making a positive impact upon the university. This historic event marks the beginning of a year-long remembrance of the numerous ways women have made strides toward equality in higher education. This From the Blue podcast features a conversation between UK Alumni Association Executive Director Jill Smith and Associate Director for Administration and Strategic Initiatives Christina Yu, who discuss a little of the history of women at the University of Kentucky. From all of us at the UK Alumni Association, we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Jill. Hello, Christina. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Um, I'm excited to be talking about 135 years of UK women. For sure. Quite uh, a milestone. So, Jill, this year the UK Alumni Association is celebrating 135 years of UK women, celebrating the first female graduate, Belsie Gunn. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about why the Alumni Association is doing this? Sure. Uh, I've been on campus now for over 20 years, if you count my student time and the time I've been here as an employee. And I didn't really get familiar with Bell Gunn until I heard uh, President Cavaluto talk about her in a number of his speeches and also the late Terry Birdwistle, who wrote a book about UK women. He referenced Bell Gunn in that book. And so um, having been an involved student and now working at the Alumni Association, I think part of our role is to be the history holder for the university. And since it did happen to fall on the 135th year, Um, I thought it would be nice to celebrate her and other UK women as well. Um, Some other universities I'm familiar with do similar programs, and we haven't really done anything like this on our campus. So I thought it would be really neat to educate our students about the important role that women have played in the life of the University of Kentucky. That's awesome. And obviously, we're uh, both alums. um, So I think for us, it's even more special to be here and be a part of this. So, Joe, I know you mentioned you've been at the university for a while. Can you talk about what the university means to you as a female graduate? Oh, my goodness. UK is just a great place. It really changed my life in ways I didn't expect it to. College can do that to you, I suppose. But I came here with every intention of returning to my hometown to be a teacher, believe it or not. And uh, through some unique experiences I got to enjoy as a student, really changed my whole career path. I wound up majoring in business, and when it came time to graduate, I didn't really want to leave the university. I had never thought about a career at the university, um, but did work on campus all four years as a student and got to witness what women do to impact our university every day. So um, several folks in athletics that I became close to got to see the impact that they had at the university, several of my professors that I really loved over the years um, were very impactful at the university. And then just walking around the buildings and the uh, ways that we've honored women, maybe not so so formally, but maybe more informally um, 
too, just really made an impact on me. And I just wanted to be here, part of this university. I'm also struck by the the opportunities that women didn't have, um, not that so long ago. Uh, one of our past presidents, I think she was the second past president of the Alumni Association, she only had the chance to major in three different things, and she finished in the 60s. And so um, while that wasn't in my lifetime, I think in our grand history that wasn't that long ago, and so we've come so far. Um, also, this building, uh, named after Helen King, our first permanent director of the Alumni Association, I think it's pretty special that uh, Miss Helen held this role for a few decades and really uh, changed the course of what would become our UK Alumni Association and the way we know it today. So I think it's really special to have worked in this building for now 17 years and uh, just think about her honestly on a daily basis and the impact that she had on the University of Kentucky. Thank you so much. I know um, when we first started talking about all of this, I think we were on a golf cart maybe talking about some buildings riding around on our swag cab. And you start talking about all the buildings that are on the university that are named after women and how important it was. And um, I know at that moment for me, it kind of clicked to me how how much the impact has had and diving into this 135 year celebration has been amazing in how we've connected with colleges and heard their first stories. Um, the first graduates from them, the first deans, the um, first dean of women, the first trustee member. There's just so many opportunities out there. And then even digging more into all the organizations that are out there that are supporting this initiative and being just part of it and excited um, about what is going on within the university and how much we've grown and continue to think about all the things that are out there and all the firsts. I know for me, I'm a first gen immigrant family that came over and just having the opportunity to be here and to be a part of it. And I was like you, I thought I wasn't sure Lexington was going to be where I am. And I started here um, as a student and I worked in healthcare and loved it. I left for a little bit and came back and it's been, I think, a huge part of my life as well and understanding where we're trying to go and how much we're moving forward with it all. So I think that as we talk more about the 135 you know, as we've dug into it, we've heard a ton of stories in it. And I know you mentioned Helen King. I would love to hear more about some of the women that you know, or the mm -hmm. buildings or the impact that you've seen just changes over the years from campus. Mm -hmm. Well, on our North Campus area, uh, most, I guess, all but one, I think, of the dorms over there, one or two, are named in honor of women. And President Capilouto deserves a lot of credit for transforming our facilities on campus. But when those were transformed a few years ago and redone, they kept the names. And I thought that was really important for the history of our university. I didn't live on North Campus as a student, so I wasn't as familiar with the stories behind the women that are honored through those facilities, but um, have become more familiar with their stories over the years. So could talk about all of them probably, um, but just a few that I'll mention that have really struck me and their impact that we have or that they've had on UK. Frances Jewell became Frances Jewell McVeigh, so she wound up marrying President McVeigh. Uh, if you think about going back decades, UK was literally their life. They had to live on campus some of the time. If they dealt with students, it was just kind of the standard of the industry back then. And so I just think it's pretty cool that she went from, you know, 
dealing with students and being a part of, of their daily lives to then the first lady of the university. And they were both very passionate about art. Uh, President Capilouto talks about their art collection, and uh, that's kind of a neat way to bridge those decades and that history uh, over at Maxwell Place. But that's one story that's kind of been um, interesting to me. And then also Margaret I. King. So I do think it is a little bit ironic that we had two women with the last name King uh, who made such an impact on the university. So Helen King here, but then Margaret King, the King Library over in kind of the central part of campus, which until the W.T. Young Library was constructed in the late 90s, that was the campus library. So for a lot of our alumni, that is where they remember studying and remember hanging out to try to get their schoolwork done. Um, But Margaret King was the president's secretary. And we did not have a library, and he said, go start one. And she did. And so if you think about having an administrative role and um, the daily tasks that came with that and then being asked to go do something that you probably had no training in, and really she laid the foundation for what would become our library system. And uh, the King Library is still in use But then we have a magnificent library now with the W.T. Young Library. But I think her fingerprints are on both of those spaces because she, you know, had to build the original one. So uh, those are two stories that I think are particularly impactful and just something I didn't learn as a student. I learned later after working here, but I hope our students really can appreciate those who have come before them and, and laid the groundwork here at the university. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And those stories to continue to tell. I heard, I believe, earlier this week, you said, we all stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. And this is a perfect example of that, of these women before us have set the way for us to continue to change the world and make it a better place um, Mm -hmm. in what we're coming. So I know this year, as we talked about, we are celebrating 135 years of UK women. um, And our team is working really hard to feature 135 women. Um, I did not realize how hard of a task that would be when we started it because of all the amazing things that we have going on. But I know that we're super excited to bring those stories, to continue that history, talk about the traditions, and to bring that forward in front of everybody. I think Belle Gunn was, you know, she was the first. She was um, probably very criticized just by being the first. You know, could she do it? Could she finish and that kind of thing. And now we have more women enrolled than men at the university. So think about that too, about how far that we've come in that on that front. And then the majors are not limited. Um, I believe the, the past president I referenced earlier mentioned that uh, home economics was one choice, nursing was a choice, and education was a choice. So you could be a teacher, a nurse, or an home a home economics professional. So Uh, Really, today, you just see everything. You have physicians, you have CEOs, we've had a female governor that's an alum um, in the state of Kentucky. Uh, You have folks that have been inventors, Pulitzer Prize winners, all female, uh, which is just really neat to see how far that we've come in our 158-year history at the university. So, Jill, earlier you mentioned Helen King. So let's talk a little bit about the history of the Alumni Association and women. Sure. So 1889, June the 4th of 1889, is when the Alumni Association was officially established. Uh, It started out in the Carnahan House. That was their first home out by Spindletop. And over the years, they had 
kind of a rotating person in charge. So they might have been a director on paper, but they weren't necessarily a paid staff member. So Helen King was the first permanent director of the Alumni Association who uh, got the position in the 40s. And she was at the association um, for two decades and really helped get this building built. And it's named in her honor uh, because of her work in getting a building for the Alumni Association. Uh, What has always struck me is that she was a female uh, leader in her era, which is a very different era than the era I live in today, um, and how well-respected she must have been by everyone to have a position like that in that era of time. And also, when you think about the volunteers that were serving. So the Alumni Association didn't have a female president until 1985. So not at any point during Helen's tenure did the Alumni Association have a female president. So I find that just to be uh, very telling about her influence and her personality and the way she was able to lead effectively um, as a lady in that position. Um, Now, when you fast forward to 2023, we've had 15 female presidents of the Alumni Association. And what I said earlier about the, the students that we have, we have more female students than male students now. So that probably is fitting, but it is very interesting that it took nearly 100 years for us to have a female president. Most of those have been since the 2000s. I think 12 of them have been since the early 2000s. And so very recent history there. I have worked with now 17 Alumni Association presidents in my tenure and have learned from all of them, but always have an appreciation for uh, females that are willing to be a leader and give of their time and energy to, to lead the Alumni Association. So I'm very proud to be part of this organization, very thankful for Helen King and the foundation that she laid for all of us, and just appreciate her dedication and her influence at the University of Kentucky and uh, helping shape the Alumni Association into what it is today. Well, Jill, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing these stories um, and also being one of those women that are leading us in the right direction, especially here at the Alumni Association and continuing traditions with us. For everybody that is attending, we are excited about celebrating this entire year with you guys um, and celebrating the women that have come before us um, and the women that continue to make a difference throughout the year of 2023. Thank you for listening to this episode of From the Blue. For more information about the UK Alumni Association's emphasis on 135 years of UK women in 2023, check out our website ukalumni.net slash 135 years.